0: God's ways of seeing are not our ways, we are told in the first reading of today's Holy Mass. And our Lord illustrates this decisively in the Gospel, as the blind man comes to see and the Pharisees are made blind. The reference to Holy Baptism this Sunday, which is something that is happening on these last three Sundays before Palm Sunday. The reference to Holy Baptism today is that the blind man represents all humanity. You see, all humanity is born in sin, to use the biblical expression. This is not the sin of personal misdeeds, but original sin, that fatal flaw of estrangement from God that our first parents passed on to us as a result of their disobedience. The blind man is made a new creation by Christ, given light not only to his eyes but also to his soul. And he comes to faith in Jesus as the Messiah and Saviour. The same was done to each of us when we were baptised. You were darkness once, but now you are light in the Lord, says St Paul. Through holy baptism, faith was given to us, along with hope and charity. And it is faith that gives light to our life. Faith gives us direction and purpose. Faith gives us consolation in difficult times and faith gives us the possibility of eternal life in heaven. St Paul also teaches us in today's epistle that the effects of the light are seen in complete goodness and right living and truth. The fact that we are baptised and have been given the light of faith must make a difference in our lives. Notice the difference that the growing faith in Christ had in the man born blind. But before we do that, let us note that, like the Samaritan woman at the well last Sunday, whom Jesus went deliberately looking for so as to bring her to faith in him, so too did Jesus see the blind man before the blind man saw him they did not stumble upon each other by some sort of chance or accident. When the second questioning was taking place, the cured blind man grew bolder, even while in the presence of those who denigrated him and called him a sinner. Unlike his parents, who seemed to want to escape the scrutiny of the Jewish leaders, their son pointed out that he had already told them what had happened, but, with a sting in his words, said that he would tell them again because it seemed that they too wanted to be his disciples, implying that this was his desire as well. This is our vocation too, to be disciples of Christ. But isn't it hard and very hard at times. We might want to be his and sincerely go about doing it, but we live today in a specially perverse time in which people perform shameful acts in public and demand that everyone approve of them or else. We live in a culture that mocks and ridicules Christianity and even attacks it. Seemingly, all the attempts by the Church to engage with the world and speak its language since Vatican II have been met with rejection and all the changes that have been made don't appear to be stemming the exodus from the Church. But we must not despair. As Pope John Twenty-Third is credited as saying, it's not my Church, but Christ's and therefore ultimately he is in charge and will bring all to account. Each one of us, by virtue of the light Christ gives us, is able to produce works of goodness and righteousness and truth. The light of Christ is the truth he reveals and the grace he imparts. These gifts of truth and grace are why we can live as children of the light and why we can be his disciples. And by the manner of our lives, the strength of our witness and the power of our words, seek to evangelize others and bring them to Christ and to his holy church. After all, the light we bring the light of Christ, includes whatever is true and good, and these are intrinsically attractive to everyone. Samuel said to Jesse in the first reading that God looks at the heart, or we could say, into the heart. May God find us, as St. Paul says, living as children of the light, trying always to know what is pleasing to God and living by that. Laudatur Jesus Christus.